ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus and give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in 2018? Are you happy to be in 2018? Why are you sitting down like that? Give the Lord a shout of praise. What a blessing. Hallelujah. It's a year of good things. The Bible says Jesus has come as a priest of good things. Expect good things this year in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We have fantastic testimonies today. We want to put our hands together for our brother Darius to share his powerful testimony of what God has done for him. Amen. Darius is from Mustard Seed, UK. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Darius, what has God done for you? Amen. <laughs> By the grace of God, I would like to thank God for um, replacing all the gadgets that signified poverty in my life through the prophecy of Bishop, the, our prophet. Amen. You said you want to thank God for what? Or for I want to thank God for replacing all the gadgets. Replacing that, all the all gadgets, gadgets that, that are in your life. That signified that poverty. That signified poverty. Yeah. Through the prophecies of the prophet. Of our prophet. Tell us how did it happen? So. In September, my brother was working and he gave me a call. And he said, what's going on? Like, you're not serious. I don't feel like you're connecting with the podcast, listening to the messages. While people are receiving, you're not receiving. What's going on? And then he encouraged me to listen to podcasts. Well, me, I like video podcasts. So I began to start soaking in and watching video podcasts and listening to video podcasts. So on the 8th of October... 8th of October. Yes, Bishop, our prophet prophesied that anything gadget that signifies poverty. Any gadget that what? Signifies poverty. That signifies poverty. In our lives. In your life. Will be replaced. Will be replaced. We should receive new things. Receive good things. Receive new phones. Receive good phones. New iPads. Good iPads. New microwaves. Good microwaves. New everything. Good everything. Uh-huh. And what happened after that prophecy? So on that day, on the Tuesday, which was the 10th of October, my lecture message me that he wants to see me. Yeah, what? My lecturer. Your lecturer? Yeah. In school? In school, yes. Okay. So when he messaged me, I said, hey, attendance again. <laughs> so I started dodging my lecturer. And then the following day, when I was still dodging and I left, the last minute he met me at the gate. I said, ah, I've been looking for you for two days. Where have you been? 
Your lecturer was looking for you. For me, you were dodging him. I was dodging him. Because you are afraid it was going to be something bad. How about my attendance? This year, somebody important is going to look for you. And don't be afraid of the meeting. Because it is your year of good things. You will hear good things in the name of Jesus. So was it a bad thing or a good thing? It was a good thing. What happened when he went to see your lecturer? He took me to his office and he said, Oh, I have something for you. Your lecturer said he has something for you. Something for me, yes. Why do lecturers in the UK give things to their students? I've never seen some before. He said he has something for you. Normally it's for everybody, but he said he has something for me. And what did he have for you? And it was a brown box. A black box. A brown box. A brown box. Yeah. Your lecturer gave you a brown box. A brown box, yes. Oh. (laughs) Was there something in the brown box? There was something heavy in the brown box. What was inside the brown box? When I opened the brown box, I saw to my surprise a brand new Tierra iPad 4. A brand new one. Tierra Tierra iPad 4. A brand new Tierra iPad 4. Are you sitting there like that? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Is that the iPad? It's the iPad. This is the latest in the iPad mini series. The latest. The lecturer presented to him a brand new Tierra iPad 4 mini. Is that it? This is the iPad. For free? For free. No fee, no nothing. This is the iPad. Why? I, my old iPad was cracked. Your old iPad was, was cracked? Was cracked. It was yeah. a symbol of poverty. Poverty. What was the prophecy again? And the prophet said anything that symbolizes poverty in our life shall be replaced. Every gadget. Every gadget. That signifies poverty. Some of you are holding yachts. Some of you are holding childbirth. That will be replaced in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. I think there is more. What else happened? There is more. There is more. Tell us. The following day, Mm -hmm. I mean, by the grace of God, I own an Apple Watch. An Apple Watch. So the following day, on my way back home, my watch was getting hot. Heating up. Heating up. Extremely hot. So then when I go home and I remove the watch, it went and exploded. Mercy. So if I was any second late, it would have exploded on my hand. The Apple Watch was heating up on your arm. And it exploded. And when you took it off, it exploded. Exploded. As soon as I took it off, yeah. So I went to the Apple shop the following day. Okay. And one of the guys told me, you don't have warranty. You don't have what? Yeah, I don't have warranty. You don't have warranty. And I don't have insurance. That means they can't help you. They can't change they can't it. They can't help it. me. Nothing. They can't... I should leave the shop. That I am the one that caused the explosion. Okay. Yeah. And what happened? So on the way leaving, a guy in a blue shirt called me and said, come into my office. The guy in the blue shirt, yeah, blue shirt. came out of his office yeah. to call you. Call me. To come into his come office. Into his office yeah. And what happened when he went to the and office? Then he asked me to explain what had happened. And I explained. And then during the explanation, he said, okay, you know what? You haven't got warranty. You haven't got insurance. So you're not covered. But hold on, I'm coming back. Hey! He said, you don't have warranty. You don't have insurance. Uh, hold on. But hold on, I'm he's coming. coming. Back, yeah. And what happened? Then he went into a room at the he back. He went into a room at the back. Yeah. And he came out with a box. A box. Yeah. Another box. Another box. Another box. Another box. I see you receiving many boxes this year. Hey! What was inside this box? This box, what was inside the box? Inside the box was a brand new Apple Watch Series 3. Hey! A brand new Apple Watch Series 3! That is the latest in the series of Apple Watches. It's like this guy is receiving the latest of everything. Receive it to in the name of Jesus. So where is it? Where is it? The watch is here. That is it on his arm. That is it on his arm. A brand new Apple 3 watch. I had a series one 
you have series one. one. The first, 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 first. You one. see, the watch had to respond to prophecy. It began to heat up and it exploded. Whatever happened in your life will be replaced in the name of Jesus. My God. So you have a new Apple Watch. And a new iPad. Is that all? And then just before leaving. Just before you left. The man in the blue shirt called me back. He called you back again. And he said what? And he said, I can see you like music, but your earphones are in your ears, but they're not connected. Ah, uh, you had you had earpiece. I on. had earpiece in my ear, but they weren't connected to my phone. Okay. So he was asking, Ah, who are you listening to if it's not connected? And I said, Forgive, I have this weird thing. I like earphones in my ears. Then he said, Okay, sit back down, I'm coming. He said what? Sit back down. Sit back down, down I'm, I'm coming. coming. Into the same room and came out again. And he came out again with another box. Another box. Jeez, another box. He came back with another, back box. With another box. And what was inside this box? And inside that box, there was a smaller box. But when I saw it, it was brand new tear rubber Apple earpods. Hey! Why not take the Lord a shot of My God, the prophecy was every device in your life that signifies poverty. Will be replaced. Will be what? Replaced. This guy's Apple Watch was replaced. His iPad, which was cracked, was replaced. And his earpiece, which wasn't connected, was upgraded to an iPod. Where is the where is the iPod? I want to say to you is that if I am six hours away and I'm able to, you are what? Six hours away. He is six hours away. And what happened to you? And I'm able to receive the prophecy practically in my life. Practically. Everybody here should be receiving and flowing fully in the prophecy. It is your time to receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Graduate miraculously. Last God year, you graduate miraculously. miraculously through the prayers of our prophets. Wow, which is though um, last year in November the list was released for graduation. And my name was not on it. So <clears throat> I was I was really worried. So I went to the academic office and they told us to relax. They were still uploading the list. I said okay. But days passed and it was still not showing. So I went there again and then when I got there they told me that I hadn't met the requirements for graduation, so I couldn't graduate. They told you you hadn't what? The requirements for graduation. These people so that I can't give graduate. technical reasons to things. They told you that you hadn't met the requirements for graduation. I met the requirements. So I went to the director's office. Head, the so, director's office. Yes. And, and she looked through my transcript and said, I'm supposed to graduate, but then she can't upload my name until my lecturer gives her the go ahead. So she called my lecturer and he said he's in Kumasi. Your lecturer said he's where? He's in Kumasi. So he can't do anything about it. And then he can't also just give her the go ahead because an academic board has to meet. And because I'm the only person, they can't meet over me. They meet over like a lot of students and not just one person. And they had met already. They had met already and, and they, decided they had, they had decided everything. Already. Yes. So they can't help they you. They can't help me. So I was I was really I was really sad at our point. So um um the woman just amazingly she just uploaded my name, but it was still not showing. So I came to church on Sunday. When you we came, came to church on Sunday. On Sunday it was That's the right thing to do when yes. you have a problem. 
when you have an impossible situation, you must be at the prophetic encounter service. Because it is at the service that you encounter the ministry of a prophet. And what happened when you came to church? When I came to church, our prophet was leading us to pray. So he, he was said, leading us to pray. Yes. And what so did he, he told us to take pieces of papers and write down our prayers. So me, my major prayer was about wisdom and understanding. But then I wrote under like small. That Are you sure God, that was the major prayer? Oh, the major prayer, the major was, prayer was wisdom, wisdom and understanding. And, yes, but, but then I wrote small that God should help me graduate successfully. God That's, should help you graduate. Yes, yes. I and what happened small. after that? So, and then um, our prophet also prophesied in our life that whatever causes disgrace, shame and sorrow is taken away from our lives. And I really believed it. So on Monday, I went back to the, my lecture's office. When I got there and he saw me, I was like, oh, you, I have no problem with you. I called the director to upload your name. So she goes to the director's office. When I got there, she also said, oh, she's so sorry. She has already uploaded my name. So she goes to the computer school. When I got there, the boss just clicked on something and my name was uploaded. The man just clicked on what? Clicked on something. He clicked on something. He clicked on something. And my name was uploaded. Oh, this struggle was just about a click. It was just about a click. You are receiving a click in your favor. You are receiving a click in your favor in the name of Jesus. So were you able to graduate? That is the picture of her on the screen. Put your hands together for that miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. So I really want to encourage us all to believe in their prayers. I when I when I when Bishop said that whatever causes sorrow, disgrace, and shame is taken away, I just felt peace and I knew that everything was going to be okay. You knew that it would be okay. I knew everything was going to be okay. Okay with you. Why don't you put your hands together for a powerful testimony? He is the prophet. He will pray for you and he will live. Put our hands together for our brother Prosper Chabu as he shares his testimony of what God did for him. He's a percentile leader in Asham. I put your hands together for him. Oh, do it better for Jesus. Share your testimony with us, Prosper. I want to give God the glory for a powerful uh, testimony miracle I've received in my life. Okay, how did you receive it? During the mountain of the Lord camp. Daddy prophesied that we should receive a, a, during the a, the, pro, a, the mountain of the Lord come. Daddy prophesied that we should receive a thousand miracles. A thousand miracles. Yeah, a he thousand said, miracles. A thousand miracles. Yeah, a thousand miracles. And what happened after that prophecy? And then during the after the uh, the mountain of the Lord come, right after I received an award for the most profound testimony of the year. That mountain yeah, of the that Lord. Mountain of it the started Lord with that camp. Yes. You received an award. Yes. And then what happened after that? Then after that, I received. A gift that cost 900 cities. 900 cities? Yes. A gift that cost 900 yes, cities. And, and after, then that, after that, I received 500 cities cash. As a gift? As a gift. And after that, and what after happened? that I received 3,000 Ghana cities hey. just for prayer. Hey. This one has 1,000 miracles. Why are you giving the Lord a shout of praise? He said, the prophet started a chicken reaction of miracles. He said, receive a thousand miracles. He received an award. Somebody gave him 500 cities. Somebody gave him 900 cities. Somebody gave him 3,000 Ghana cities. I don't know what to provoke people to start giving to you. But receive a thousand miracles too. In the name of Jesus. So are you happy you received the prophecy? Yeah, I'm very, very happy. So do prophecies come to pass? It really come to pass. So this is number four of your thousand. Yes. Expect more. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. As we welcome our final testimony, we want to put us together for our brother, Johannes. Johannes told me that he has received a lifetime blessing. 
and he wants to testify about it. He's here today to testify. Put your hands together for him. What did God do for you, Johannes? Hallelujah. I want to thank God for using the words of our prophet, Prophet Doug, to prophesy and to speak a lifetime blessing upon my life. Wow, tell us about it. How did it happen? This thing, it happened on the 24th last year, December. We were here in the prophetic encounter service. And the prophet, I listened to him very carefully. He mentioned three times that somebody is being blessed here. He mentioned it three times, consecutive times. And I received it and I believed it with all my heart. What did he say? What blessing did he say somebody was being blessed with? He just said somebody's been blessed. And on the 31st night, he said some people here are receiving houses. He said they are receiving houses that they've never built before. You are receiving a miracle that a person will strive for his rest of his life to receive it, but you receive it in one day. Hey. And then to the glory of God, when I got home on the 24th, when I opened my WhatsApp, one of my uncles, he texted me and said, Happy New Year, this is your gift. And to my surprise, it was a house. Full of God. In your name? Yes. Fully completed? Completed. Finished? It's fully furnished. As the prophet said. Hey! Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? The prophet said you are receiving a lifetime blessing. What some people use their whole life to receive. You will receive it in one day. That's what happened to him. I don't know of any other person who has received a house as a gift. And when the prophet was prophesying one day, he said that he sees a person walking through a bridge. Mm. And that bridge leads him to his house. Hey. To the glory of God. That very same house. There's a bridge there before a you bridge. get to it. speech. Believe it. Even if it's not coming past today. But one of those days they will come and the prophecy will generate fully to you. Wow. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. He says he goes over a bridge and he goes to his house that he didn't build. Just as the prophet prophesied. You are next in line to receive a good thing. It's a year of good things. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies.
Amen. We've come to a very important part of the service. It is time for the word of God. Do you believe that God has a powerful word for you today? The Bible says that my word shall not return to me void. It shall accomplish what it pleased. This morning, the word of God you're about to hear is going to accomplish something great in your life. Expect a miracle. Expect a breakthrough as God speaks to us through his servant. If you are excited, make your loudest noise as we to be here. How many were at the wedding yesterday? Were you excited to be there? What a blessing. Wonderful. Thank God for what he's doing in our lives. I want to welcome all the families. I can see family of the bride are here. Priscilla's father, mother, God bless you. And then the father of the groom is also here. And the family of the groom are also here. What a blessing. And you are all here as well. Fantastic. But the bride and the groom themselves, nobody knows where they are. I think they are in outer space. In between the moon and the earth. Kabayasha. You will be there one day. Just start buying rocket fuel. You're going to be going up to the moon, I tell you. Your honeymoon will be nice. I receive it. Your wedding will be nice. I receive it. You'll be happy in your marriage. I receive it. You'll be laughing every day. I receive it. People will be envious of you. I receive it. When you give testimonies about your marriage, people will be intimidated. I receive it. They will say, hey. I receive it. Is that what people are enjoying? What a blessing. God is good, amen? Amen. And God is blessing us beautifully. The prophecy you believe is the one that will happen. 
If you don't believe, it will not happen. Amen. Sit down for a moment. Now, today, just a short message for the new year to encourage us. We are going to begin our fasting. Well, we are always fasting. Is it not true? So, we are starting this week. Those exempted are those on honeymoon. And which other group are exempted? But our fasting is going to start with watching. Yes. We are going to start with one week of watching. We are going to do watching, praying, and then fasting. Uh, When I say fasting, deeper fasting. Are you excited about that? So the watching is going to be praying in the night. Yeah. So by 8 o'clock in the morning, your your fasting will be over because... You start in the night. What do you think? So it means you are going to sleep early. You cannot wake up in the night if you don't sleep early. What do you think? So we are going to start with watching, which is sleeping early and waking up to pray. So by the time the morning comes, you see people waking up and yawning. You would have been in prayer for a long time. Yeah. And then we'll go into more prayers. We are going to meet here every day. Yes. The first week we are not meeting here because we'll be watching. And then we are praying. And then we are going into... This time you are going to fast without eating in the night. So when you say that we are fasting, we are going deeper. You will be flying. This fasting that you eat at 6 p.m. is rather a weight gain. You add all the morning, afternoon, breakfast... Because you start with bread and tea and other things, then you come to something, then you come to finalize everything. Hey! So, that is going to be our plan. Amen. Are you ready for that? Now, one of the main things that we are going to be praying for is that God's will should be done in our lives. Hallelujah. So, in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 9, I believe, um, the Bible says, Having made known unto us the mystery of His will. The mystery of His will. God's will is mysterious. A mystery is something you don't fully understand and see. So that's why when we say the mystery of the missing necklace, it's like, why is the necklace missing? We don't really understand 
how it could disappear. Or the mystery of the missing car. Why is the car missing? What made it disappear suddenly? Or the mystery of the goat, multicolored goat. How can there be a multicolored goat? Normally a goat is black or white or brown, but it's now multicolored. How is it? What happened? So it means it's something you don't fully understand. Now in Ephesians 1 verse 9, it says, having made known to us the mystery of his will. So the will of God is also a mystery. All right? So it's not something that is so easy to see or understand. And there are many things that are mysterious that we accept. For instance, somebody behind this wall can go on WhatsApp video, all right, and be behind this wall and see you. So he's standing behind this one, is looking at you here behind this wall. You see, some time ago we would have called that magic. How can you be behind the wall and see through the wall and see what you are doing there? Just like when I say Jesus walked through the wall when he rose from the dead. All those things, they look so magical then, but as time goes on and human beings discover more of the Realities which are already in existence. No, the human beings have not created anything. They've just discovered things that are there already. Then we call it, then we say we've solved the mystery. But you find out that we already use mysterious things. So God is very mysterious. If you think God will show everything about himself, it's not true. Because you don't know everything about me. You don't know everything about your friend. Doesn't know everything about you. We all, we all have mysteries about us. God is not. God, you are, you are nothing. God doesn't have to show you everything. He doesn't owe you that. Do you understand? Because we are nothing. So, we have to seek For his mysterious will. So when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He prayed. Lord if it is possible. Let this cup pass away. You know there is nothing more mysterious. Than Jesus Christ dying on the cross. How could Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Make. Be sensible. How could it be sensible. In Matthew 26 and verse 39, it says, He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Lord, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not what I want, but as thou wilt. Alright? So, it's like, when you are in the human flesh, to know what to do is not so easy. To know what to do to prosper. It's not so clear. That's why it's called a mystery. 
Because it's not so obvious what's the right thing to do in your life. Who to be with. Who to be your friend. Who to marry. What will really make you prosper. You know, it's not so clear. It's mysterious. And it is important that we believe that God's will is mysterious. And therefore, seek it. Amen. In fact, you don't even know yourself. Yes. You don't even know much about yourself. You find out about yourself as you go along. Because you are like a deep treasure. You know, when, the Bible t- when we talk about the secrets of your heart, you find out that your heart is, uh, is like a deep well. You don't even know what, you, what is in you. If you take the Germans, for instance, nobody would have thought that Germany had so much evil when they could kill so many people and invade so many countries without any good reason and cause the death of 50 million people. And Germany surrendered after killing 50 million people not because they felt that they were they had made a mistake but because they were defeated by force and and you never know that so much evil is is in one place you know they never protested against the killing of jews they were killing them but one day they came to Berlin and took away husbands of German women. You know, they, they kept carrying them until they carried six million and killed them, slaughtered them. And they knew that it was happening because they were getting messages. But one day, they came to Berlin in Germany and they took husbands, Jewish men who had married German women. They, they identified them as Jews and captured them and took them to Poland. To go and kill them. And the women went on a demonstration against Hitler and against the fact that their husbands had been taken and their husbands were going to be killed. And Hitler brought back, I think there were about 70 or 100 of them, brought them back. That's the only resistance to what he was doing once when it happened to their own husbands. I'm trying to explain that you don't even know how evil you are. That it's only when it touches you, then you see that, no, it's not the right thing to take people. Just arrest everybody in their home. Once you are a Jew, it's like we start an agenda to take all Ashantis or all Fantis or all Gans or all Airways or all houses out. We just arrest you for one reason. No other thing than this is where you are from. It will be, that's what they did. And they got six million in every country in Europe, France, Czechoslovakia, Poland, everywhere. You just be in your house, they're hunting, you are a Jew, you are a Jew, come with their families. So I'm saying that you don't even know yourself. How much more to know even what to do? And then how much more God? The nearest star is called Proxima Centauri. And it is four light years away, which means that when you see it, 
you are seeing what it looked like four years ago. Because it has taken four years for the lights to come here. That's the nearest one. But the other ones which you see outside in this courtyard, when you look up, you see Orion. 650 light years away. That means when you see it, you are actually seeing the past. Or is it the future? The past. 650, 2017 minus 650 is what? Science students, please. The art student will never get this right. Where are the scientists, please? Science students, please. The art students don't even know that they have a calculator on their, on their phone. Huh? 1367. 1367. So when you see that star in Orion, the constellation called Orion, you know the Orion is a set of stars called in the zodiac. Zodiac means zoo. It means zoo. They name all the stars after animals. So there was a hunter called Orion. He was chasing a bull held by a dog. The dog is called Canis Major and the bull is Taurus. And the different animals, Scorpio, Scorpion, so they called it all a zoo. Zodiac. That's a zodiac. Simple. You see, you don't know everything. But this is more for science students. I think the arts guys will not really understand this. Arts students are lost. Yes, but it's simple, isn't it? Even an art student will understand this. Yeah. So it's just a group of stars that go in a certain way. But one of them is called Orion. When you see it, it's, you are seeing what it looked like 650 years ago because it has taken 650 years for it to come to your eye. And can you believe that there are some stars which are as far as a million light years? It's so big, and it's because the stars are so huge. That is why we see them as stars. One star, one of these stars like Betelgeuse, it extends from the sun through Jupiter, through Mercury, Venus, the earth, up to Jupiter. That's the size. One star. Like it's so big from our sun all the way to here. And if you were to take a plane to cross the star with the British Airways... It would take you 1,200 years to cross on a flight, British Airways, across the star. Non-stop flight. At the same speed as British Airways. No, not even at that speed, higher speed. So you will give birth, your children's children, all on the plane. You, it's your great-great-great-grandchildren who will be left with the skeletons of those who boarded the flight. Before you get to the end of the star. So you see, you and I are very small in the equation. You are a dot. Ghana is a dot. And you are a dot in the dot. So I don't know why you feel so great and so important. So that is why we must spend time praying Ephesians 1 verse 9 to know the mystery of his will. It is truly mysterious. And it's worth praying for the mystery of his will. You can never know. 
You can never even know who to marry. Do you know who chose the first wife? The first wife was chosen by God. Not by Adam. The Adam didn't even know that he was in need. Adam was in the garden, coolly moving with leopards and snakes. I mean, other animals. His friends were dogs. And he didn't know that he was lonely. It was God who saw that, Charlie, there's a problem. And then God created what he needed. Not an equal. Not an equal. No, he didn't need an equal. He didn't need a challenger. He didn't need a fighter. He didn't need an argument. He needed a helper. Not a co-equal. That's what he needed. Yes. But he didn't even know what he needed. So God made it for him. So God knows what we need. God knows what you need to be happy for your life. God knows everything. So I want us to really believe God is mysterious. Yeah. Very, very mysterious. So his will is that I never knew that I was a leader. Throughout secondary school, I was, if you ask anybody who knew me, so they would just say, oh, he was a very quiet boy. That's all they did in me. So when people see me, they are, they are surprised. Even in the country, I'm quiet. You don't think so? Yes. Yesterday I was talking with President Rollins and he was saying, he's surprised, you know. He thought something else and then he's, he's amazed. I don't want to say what he said. I'll say it to those I see in private after. You want to know everything. How can you know everything? Private interviews. So let us know and seek for the mystery of God's will. And our lives will start going higher. Yes. There are many mysterious things. One of them is for Jesus to die on the cross. Another mystery is to honor your father and your mother. I'm talking about mysterious things. What is a father and what is a mother? A father is a human being and a mother is a human being. What is a human being? A human being is a sinner. Everybody's father and everybody's mother is a sinner. Now the Bible is saying, honor your sinner, your personal sinner. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Your father is a sinner. A mistake maker. And your mother too. And mothers are also makers of mistakes. And sometimes the mistake that your father is making is caused by your mother. But mothers look gentle, so you, 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 you can't even see. So mothers are so nice. You know, women are so beautiful. Don't you find girls nice? How many find girls nice? 
Raise your hand if you find them nice. Even girls find girls nice. Even girls find girls nice. How much more boys? Who are helplessly falling in, in, into whatever. Yeah. So, they don't look like they can do anything wrong or they are doing anything wrong or that they are the cause of anything. But they are the, I didn't Adam, the first man, the cause of all Adam's problems came from Eve. Before he married her, he was cool in the garden. I'm sure he had been there for centuries. No problem. Uh, you don't have to believe me. Believe the Bible. But the Bible says, honor your sinner, if you like. Honor your sinner. And that uh, you are cursed when you don't honor your father and you don't honor your mother. You are cursed. Yes. It's a bad thing. Yeah. My son Joshua started to go higher in life from the day that he began to honor me. Yes. Because he did not always honor me. He did not always honor me. No. In fact, he is the, the last person I thought would honor me. Yes. Of my children. Because one day he said something to me. I said, wow. No, I've not heard that before. I will not tell you what he said. He can tell you himself. If you come for first service, he will tell you. Yes. I said, wow. One day I cried in my, stu- in my study while I was praying. I said, my child is telling me this. Yes. I've cried more than once. I said, this is my child I brought forth. Look at what they are saying. His life changed and began to go upward from the day that he turned his changes attitude towards me. It's another mysterious thing. And yesterday, Priscilla's father, he, he came to say something about his daughter. He said, look, my daughter has obeyed me throughout whatever I said to her. Publicly, privately, she has obeyed me. Yes. You see, these are important things. That's what makes it the child to grow up. Because there are many girls, and not all sisters, all girls marry you. You know, if you are told, not every lady will marry. Yeah, it's a blessing. And that's why you have to be humble throughout your marriage. Because you are, it's a selection. You are lucky to be selected. You are lucky to be selected. Yeah. Bring it on. I hope I'm preaching from the Bible. There are more girls than boys, so even by statistics alone, you are lucky to get somebody to marry you. So it is a blessing. It's a blessing. Amen. And so, like I was saying what uh, Priscilla's father said, that his daughter has obeyed him throughout. Yeah, because we have people that don't obey. And the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you would enjoy the good parts of anything. People are not obedient. And they are not, when we say willing, willing means like, oh, if I took one, two, three, four, 
It's like this one is not likely to obey. So it's like you are predisposed or inclined to obey. Or predisposed or inclined not to obey. So we know that out of this, for this one, when you say it's not likely to do it. <laughs> not really likely to do it. You can talk a lot, but not likely to do it. This one, you hardly have to speak a word. It just, it just an imagination that this is what you want, you'll be doing. So, your life is mysterious. Honoring your father and your mother, very mysterious thing. Yeah. Your father and your mother, you have to be very careful with them. No matter the mistake that they, they make, it's your father. And the day you start to dishonor them, that you start to go down, you start, it's like you're taking a lift. It's like you are in a lift and you are pressing underground. And it starts to descend. Yes. That's what it's like. It's mysterious. I, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not, I can't explain it, but I think these are some of the mysterious things. The mystery of the will of God. As for God's will, it's mysterious. I, I mean, if you want something that is very logical, then I mean, you've come to the wrong place. You have to resign now. God is mysterious. True and true. Yes. To know God is to know a mystery. Yes. Husbands, love your wife. is mysterious. Equally. Oh, yes. I mean, you would be surprised that God would say, husband, love your wife. Why should he say, husband, love your wife? Is it not something we would do naturally? Like, is it not something that I, oh, Charlie, I'm I'm going to, with all my heart, I'm moving. Read it and ask yourself, why you would even say? Why would somebody say, close the door? You always leave it open. Why would somebody say, turn on the light, turn off the light? Because it's naturally being left on. Wives, submit to your husbands. To your own husbands. Another mystery. It, it actually makes you happy. But you'll be surprised. As we go on in life, Wives become less and less submissive and more and more stubborn. Yes, and more and more unlovable. Cry. That's why men go for small, small girls. You may always marvel why are these men going for small, small girls? They are more stubborn, more disobedient, more hard queens. Calcified. Fossilized. Help me, help me bring up the terminology. Science students. <laughs> Crystallized. <laughs> it's another mystery. Yeah. So, but you wouldn't know. When you are young, you are naturally submissive. Mama says, wife, submit. So when we are married, we are always looking to see how are you going to become. We are not looking at your hair, all these hairs and water, but they are all fake beauties. Fake things. Yeah. You can't live with hair. Hair, we put it on like a cap now. And one day I was in my house and I saw, I said, who is that? And I saw that it was my wife's hair sitting over there. 
The mystery of the ghost. Are you still here or you are leaving? The mystery of his will. Everybody say, I want the mystery of his will. First Samuel chapter 8. I'm sharing with you why this year we are going to be praying. And this year we are going to be trying to seek the, the mystery of his will. 1 Samuel 8 verse 4 Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together And came to Samuel and to Ramah And said unto him Behold thou art old And thy sons walk not in thy ways Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations This is the greatest misleading element of all our lives Make us a king to judge us like all the nations. We always want to be like everybody else. And God said in verse 6. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said give us a king. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel. Hearken to the voice or listen to these people. In all that they say to you. For they have not rejected thee. But they have rejected me. That I should not reign over them. So you see, choosing your own way is a form of rejecting God. Yes. Choosing to do your own thing is, in other words, to reject what God says. So the Israelites said, We want a king. Because we want to be like others. I want to be like everybody else. That's why your company is very important. If you are in bad company, you also want to be like them. I, I, it's one of the easiest ways to analyze somebody or judge somebody is to look at the person's friends. Your friends de- de- describe who you are really are. So all the young children, those of you who have good friends, you are usually a good person. If your friends are somewhere, they are not in church, they don't do well, etc. You are all somewhere. Yes. And within the church, there are groups. Within the church too. Yes. So, you must know that trying to be like, we want to be like everybody. Don't try to be, I'm not like everybody. I'm not like everybody. Even in the ministry, I don't, I don't try to be like everybody. I mean, who has ever heard of somebody leaving? I've left my golden Kodesh. Where there are, I mean, millionaires. Carpet sellers, iron rod sellers, and what else? Cutting material sellers, people with cars. People, which cars do you have? You come to church in buses. Hmm? You are happy in your buses coming to church. Most people don't have phones. You send me a message. I'm using my friend's phone because you don't have a phone. I receive a message from somebody, then it's another name. But anyone here who lacks a phone, you are having a new one this year. Somebody 
call you and say, hey, receive it. I receive it. Yes. Now, the people said, we want to be, we want to be, we want to be. And God said, no. Someone said, said, listen to them, do what they say. I am God, I know human beings, how they reject me. Do what they want. So, I've noticed in my ministry, when I see pastors, children, different people, they don't want to follow what I'm saying. It's because they've rejected me. Yeah, they've rejected my leadership. Yes. Even children. So I don't want to follow what you say. I don't want to, because they've rejected their father. Yes, I know it very well. I know it very well. And you see, but God said, flow with them. Flow with them. And he gave them over to their decision. And they had kings. Now look at the kings of Israel. Apart from David, all of them served idols. Apart from David and Josiah. Every one of the whole, when you read first and second kings, those of you who did Bible, no, I don't think you people did religious studies. Or if you read your Bible, first kings, second kings, read it all. All of them had idols. No king didn't serve idols, including Solomon. Only David. So he gave them over to idol worshippers, which was the cause of the judgment of all of Israel. And they wanted, he said, we want this. We want this. Give a letter, do our own thing. If you are here, you are a child. He said, I want to do what I want to do. You are a fool. Straight away, F-O-O-L, fool. I want to do what I want to do. You are a fool. Try it and see. In the ministry, all over, you see where people reject God is because they want to be like others. And they want to do what everybody else is doing. And that's very dangerous. And you need to be careful. So, because God can allow, oh, it is what you want. Even me as a father. I tell, someone, I tell, tell my children, I tell my children, you can do what you want. There are many times I said, you know, just do what you want. But I understand the meaning and the implication. And I will apply the implication of it. Oh, yes. You want to do what you want to do, do it. But you should know that it has an implication. I've noted it. And God knows that. You want a king? Have him. If you go, you see, and God is, see, you know how we can lie to ourselves? God, you can't lie to me. He says, these people, they've rejected. It's rejection. It's basic rejection. They don't want me. It's not about other king. We want democracy. They don't want me. You know, when President Rollins was the leader of uh, PNDC in Ghana, they set up, uh, uh, it was called um, something for democracy. To, to analyze and to ask in the, the um, people of Ghana whether they wanted democratic leadership. Not consultative as something else. And the people said, we want, we want party politics. You see, which was, in other words, a rejection of dictatorship. They said, no, we don't want this. But they said, we want democracy. But all it means, we don't want you to continue. <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Because he was doing well, the country was moving forward and all that. He said, "Do you want democracy? Do you want this? Do you want this?" Do you want this? So, I forgot the name of it. It was a, it was an organized National Commission on Democracy. Yeah. yeah, there was something else. Another, there's another. 
something like that. But when we say we say oh, we want party politics, it meant we don't want you. So then they had to change PNDC to NDC and stand for elections, and they won and won. But still, we say we want parties, <laughs> which means we don't want you. So say, we want we want a king, which means we don't want God. Yeah. So I want this, it means I don't want you. I don't like you. I don't want you and your things. So, but you see, I want us to say, God, I want your will. So if God's will for you is this, just take it. Yes. You know, I've served God all my life. I've never been, I've never looked for money. I've not looked for this, 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 that, what people are looking for. Yes. What people are dying for, that's what I have. Yes. By not looking for it. It's mysterious. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. These things which people are dying for, it will be served to you on a silver platter. Is it not amazing? Jeremiah chapter 4 as we close. (laughs) This is a prophetic prophecy. A prophecy for you as we go into the new year. It says... If you will return, O Israel, says the Lord, return to me. Put away your abominations out of my sight. Then thou shalt not remove. In other words, let's return to the Lord. What does it mean? Let's return to our knees. Let's return to serving God, praying, reading our Bibles, knowing the Bible. You, know, you can't say the prophet prophesied and you don't know the Bible. The word of God is the sure word of prophecy. Verse 2. And thou shalt swear the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment, in righteousness. Okay? And the nations shall bless themselves in him. And in him they shall glory. So God is saying, let's return in judgment, righteousness, and truth. Verse 3. We are going only up to verse 4 and then we are ending. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. I love this part. Break up your fallow ground. Break up your fallow ground. In other words, in 2018, you know, fallow ground means ground that you haven't plowed. You haven't worked on. There are sectors of your life, your ministry, your job, that you have left fallow. And God is saying, this year, go into all those areas. And break it up so that you can start to bear fruit from all those hidden sectors which are lying and touched. You don't work on it. You don't do. I remember the day that God said to me, write a book. Write a book. I said, me write a book? Who will ever read my book? Imagine. I thought, who would ever read my book? If I write a book, who will read it? Nobody read my book from Ghana. But today, I've published almost 20 million books. Million people are buying, using, reading. Million, not 20,000, million in different languages all over the world. I'm invited from people who read my books. Amazing. But I remember when he told me, and then the Lord said to me, take somebody to help you to write the book. Get somebody. And now a coco, where is a coco? She where is she? She's on the back. She's uh, she's working on the campus. Yeah, she was one of the first person who was doing something. Then Olivia, this one, 
So I, I, because God told me, he said, if you don't employ somebody, you are not serious. I said, really? He said, if you don't employ somebody, you are not serious. And I, so I implied, said, come and let us work, try. Before other, other people have worked to do books. Yeah. So when God speaks to you, you better obey. And if I not obey, the ministry will be quite different today. Yes, very different. Yeah. Break up your fallow ground. So what area of your life is you've left it? Maybe it's your singing. Maybe it's your prayer. I don't know what area. But it says, break up your fallow ground. Every barren area of your life that you have not tackled, you are tackling this year because your time it. is short. Your time it. is short. There's no much time. We don't have much time to just always be looking at fallow ground and leaving it as it is without taking time to actually do what you can hear God saying you should do. Break up your fallow ground. Amen. And then, and then the number two, sow not among stones. Stop wasting your time on thorns. You can't waste your time on things that are thorny and that are not working. It's not going to yield. You know, there are some meetings you should stop having. There are some discussions you should stop. I mean, you must know that there's an end to everything. Don't sow amongst thorns. We are sometimes having meetings, advising, talking about things which is over. You are sowing amongst thorns. And wasting precious time and precious energy to sow amongst thorns. Stop wasting your time on things that are not working and will never work. You know, it's difficult sometimes for us to give up. But you see, there comes a time. There are some things in my life I know they will never work. Oh, yes. I'm sad sometimes to get to that place because I don't easily give up. I fight and fight. It's actually one of my weaknesses. That I don't give up things that I should give up. But I'm learning more and more. And it's very sad when you finally give up. This thing is thorns. Don't sow into thorns in 2018. Some of you are in a relationship. The relationship is thorns. You are wasting your time. What again do you want to see? Do you want to be slapped before you see that you are in the wrong relationship? I always tell people, look, be in a relationship for one year, two years, and see. Yeah. When Joshua was in a relationship with Prince, I used to ask him, so how is it going? He said, I don't know, I'm not seeing any quarrel yet. I don't know, every year there's no quarrel. This was a, no, nothing, said nothing. I said, wow, this is a good sign. Because he has been in other relationships. You can't say those who have had. Look, look, I don't know why you are laughing as I'm preaching. I don't don't fully understand why you are laughing. I'm serious. Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. Things that are not, you, 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 you sow the seed and the thorn breaks the seed. You give the advice and then it pricks and pricks you to and blood is coming out. What again do you want? God is saying, stop it. Look, the person God has for you will be peaceful. I receive it. 
You see, marriage is a seesaw. Seesaw. What is a seesaw? What you see in marriage is what you saw. Seesaw. Huh? What you saw is what you see. And what you see is what you saw. Seesaw. You should have seen it. Stop sowing amongst thorns. You can't waste your time on things that are not working and will never work. How long are you going to live? Are you a lamb of God to use your life as an experiment, as a sacrifice, as a sacrifice to learn things? Are you... When God threw Lucifer out of heaven, he said, hey, it's over. You've been my worship. You should have seen Lucifer's palace. I hear Lucifer's palace was very grand. Huge pillars going up. He had libraries, music, books. I mean, it was, he, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was an imperial angel. Yes. Imperial angel. He was a superior being. They bowed to him. They honored him. That's why today, you see, when demons speak, they always speak in the terms of military. They speak in military terms. That's why when the demon was being cast out of the madman, I said, we are legion. He used a military term. We are legion. We are are a military group. They've been bowing to Lucifer. But God came to a point. He said, it's over. Out. Out of heaven. Just go. And he turned into this ugly creature that he is today. And has been inspiring people all the time to live and to rebel. And disconnect. It's the same thing. Over and over. It's over. Don't sow amongst thorns. It's not worth it. Yes. Is it clear? Yes. Verse 4. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Hmm. All who are not circumcised, take note. Circumcise yourself to the Lord, but not the circumcision that you are imagining. You see, you see now. But take away the false kings of your heart. Wow. This is a great message for us as we go into. This is the last point. Ye men of Judea, lest my fury come forth like fire. Now, what does it mean? What is the false king of the heart? You see, it means that the heart is there and then it's covered by another layer of skin. So when you touch the heart and you want to rub it, the heart doesn't feel because it's there's a layer covering the heart. So the heart is not sensitive. So it's like almost, yes, that is it. And it's the same thing with the, 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 the male organ. It's, it's like it takes away the sensitivity. 
Because if you need one layer of skin before you actually get to the place. So that's supposed to be said. So when, you are, when God is trying to touch your heart, it's like it takes a long time for him to affect you. He will rub it out. That place will become a sore before you even start to feel something small. So God is saying, circumcise your heart. Look, how long will it take for you to be sensitive to the spirit of God? You must be sensitive from today. And yield, be soft. What else do you want to understand to understand when God is speaking? Hey, by the way, you know, you must... uh, be very sensitive. Certain things when you see, you should know that it's a vision. There are physical visions of physical people. When you see somebody, this is like a vision to you. What did Jesus say? Seeing, you don't see. Seeing what? Seeing something physically that you are seeing, you are not seeing it. Seeing something physically, you are not seeing the physical thing well. And hearing something, you are not hearing it well. So you must see things and see. So me, when I see people, certain events, it's, 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 it's a message to me. Yes. It's a message. Yesterday's wedding, it will be a message to some people. Yes. There were many messages there, if you have eyes. God would have spoken to you about so many things. Yeah. Many messages. <laughs> so, from today, when God speaks to you, there are things that I've seen physically. God showed me. This is, he told me, I won't give you any Spiritual vision. This is the vision. See, see this and think and see and learn. Yeah. You see something going down right before your eyes. Now this thing going down. This, I can easily go down just like this. Besides, when your heart, circumcise the foreskin of your heart. Remove that layer from it so that it's like things touch you easily. Things can make you cry. Some of you, you don't cry. No, I say some of you, you have no tears. You have no tears in your head. And I'm not talking about girlish tears. I'm talking about tears from your soul. Nothing can make you cry. Nothing can move you. Yes. I don't cry easily. But when I have to be moved, I'm moved. Yes. I receive it. Look at your neighbor's head and find out if there are some tears in the head of this person. Are there tears in your head? Can anything move you at all? Are you soft enough? Hallelujah. So... From today, you're going to be sensitive, isn't it? Receive it? Now, how many realize that as I'm preaching now, maybe God has even spoken to you. But it's like some of you will be <laughs> How many have watched a film when they are killing the bad man? The bad man, I mean the bad man of the film. As they are killing him, he will be insulting and swearing and have you seen it before? What, what film is that? Most of the film. The very bad man in the film. When they are killing him, he will spit in your face and he will 
do something. And you see that they don't seem to bow. It's very demonic. Nothing changes, nothing softens. But from today, just a small touch. One day I was in um, Malaysia. Yeah, you'll be traveling soon. I receive it. I said you'll be traveling soon. I receive it. And they announced, they said, Mother's Day. Then they said, they had a mug, a, a mug, a cup, you know, a mug, tea cup, mug. And they said, all mothers should stand up. We are going to give you a mug to congratulate you on Mother's Day. So all the mothers stood up. Then I turned around to see many of the ladies were not standing up. They were not mothers. They were women, but they were not mothers. And then I felt sad about it. So after we went, we were with the pastor's wife, and he's the pastor. And then I think I brought it, I, I, I mentioned it or something. I said, oh, I was thinking about the people who are not mothers and uh, they may feel, it's Mother's Day, but they may feel sad on Mother's Day. Then the pastor's wife said to my wife, hey, your husband has a soft heart. It's like he's preaching hard, but he seems to have a tender heart. There are a lot of things that affect me. Yes. A lot of things pain me in my heart. And a lot of things move me. Your heart must. It moves me. That's why I want you all to marry. I don't, I don't, I don't like to see young ladies. It's like you are struggling. It, 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 it. It moves. That's why we keep on teaching how to behave nicely and flow. So that in case you ever become the Eve in the garden. (laughs) Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. (laughs) Father, we thank you for your word today. Look, there are three points. One is what? Break up your fallow ground. Number two is what? Don't sow among stones. And number three is what? Circumcise your heart. How many are going to do these three things? Number one is what? How many are going to break up all unused fallow areas that are lying waste? Number two is what? Don't sow anymore among stones. Number three is what? Circumcised. Is your heart going to be soft? How many brothers don't easily cry? Now, even there are some sisters who don't cry. Nothing can make you cry. Like, iron woman. I once attended a funeral. And I was watching the widow to see when the first tear would appear. She didn't know that I was watching her. Throughout the funeral, I was waiting for tears. No tears. Because there were no feelings. I young steel. Rambo. Akosia Rambo. 
matazan. Janet Schwarzenegger. Stephanie Van Damme. <laughs> Susie Seagal. Do you know Steven Seagal? He beats. He, he holds the head and he just beats you. Breaks. Every lady here is softened today by the Holy Spirit. I receive in the name it. Receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it. Father, we thank you for your blessing today. Guide us by your power. Thank you as we go into 2018. You bless us. We are going to serve you with all our hearts. We are going to break up the fallow ground. We are going to go forward with softened hearts. Sensitive spirits. We are going to do the will of God. We give you thanks. We give you praise, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your savior. I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, raise up your right hand. Just your right hand. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. I, I'm not born again. If I die today, if I die tomorrow, I don't know whether I'll go to heaven or hell. Please pray with me. I want Jesus to save my life today. If you are here like that, just lift up your hand like this and come to me in the front here. Walk quickly. All the way to the front. Walk here. forgive me for my sins I give my life to you have mercy on me please write my name in the book of life thank you Lord for your blessing your power change me Jesus everybody say change me Jesus everybody say change me Jesus make me a new person I give my heart to you I give my life to you Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In the name of Jesus. I love you, Jesus. From today. Say from today. I will serve you. I will follow you. And I will obey you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. It's called Key Facts for New Believers. It's a special gift for all of you here. And you are going to be blessed with this beautiful book. Amen. Wonderful. When we close, I want you to come to the side over there. Those of you who hold this book, come to the side over there. And we are going to talk with you for just one minute before you go. Okay? God bless you. You may be seated, everyone. And it's time for communion. Take the bread, everyone. Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which is poured out for you. 
Jesus said, whoever eats my flesh, drinks my blood, has eternal life. Do you believe it? Father, we declare this to be the body of Jesus Christ. And as we receive this today, we receive life. Change our lives. Give us a new life. Save our lives. Change our life. Change everything. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Jesus name we pray the body of Jesus Christ Father, I thank you that 2018 mark 
marks the beginning of good things. As we step in this first Covenant Sunday, we thank you that all the Sundays of this year will be found in church. We thank you that all Sundays will be marked with joy and advancement and increase. We thank you that the final grounds of our lives are broken up. And the thorns of our life are set aside. And our hearts are sensitized and softened before you. We receive your power. We receive your grace. That whatever has marked you out for destruction, yes. I contend against those that contend against you. I fight against those that fight against you. I command that every road that is slippery and dark, that is destined for you to walk on. May you escape that road. I receive it. May you escape the traps that are set for you. May you escape the snares that are set for you. Be delivered from your enemies this year. By this, oh Lord, we know that thou fairest us because you deliver us from our enemies. We thank you for victory. Victory is declared in your life. Whatever long standing battle you are experiencing, receive the upper hand in in the name of Jesus. Whatever chronic problem you are fighting with. Receive grace to overcome it now in the name of Jesus. You are set free. You are set free. You are set free. You are set free. By the power of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever stands as an obstacle to your advancement, to your progress, to your increase. In the name of Jesus, I break that stone.
mighty name of Jesus who died on the cross and rose up triumphantly. I declare you are rising from the dead of every Someone here is like you are in a coffin, Professor. But I see the power of God forcefully lifting you out of death. Speak up, Prophet. Speak up. You are not going to die, and you are not dead. Just as Jesus rose from the dead, you are also rising out of that difficulty and that situation by the power of the Holy Spirit. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout With some very good news in the letter. Receive that letter in Jesus' name. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. See tonight, the next chapter of the Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10-9 Central on ABC.